Holy cow, here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome into Studio Day Hefrey, where we're going to talk about some things today. The Cowboys and Eagles, what Dak was up to today, just how good this defense and this offense are, all sorts of Cowboys content that I got lined up for you. And this is going to pop up as an upload instead of as a live, and you may get more of that from me now because... Your boy is back on radio at 97.1 The Freak in DFW, which you can hear on the iHeartRadio app if you're out of the listening area. Just look up 97.1 The Freak. And because of that, I don't want to go live at a time when my coworkers are live on the air. And in DFW, we're live until 7 p.m. So I'll record some things. And if I have the time for it, I will still go live. It'll just be after 7 p.m. if it's a Monday through Friday. Now, that out of the way, let me remind you, with a little housekeeping here, that Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. The Cowboys are 17 and 6 against the spread in their last 23, or maybe it was 17 and 4. Either way, over the last year and a half, the Cowboys are the best team against the spread. I'm not saying anything about it. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. They got your MLB with the playoffs going on right now MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. Head to betonline.ag. To join, and you can get a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit if you use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and you can receive your rewards. It's bet online where the game starts. Okay, where to start? Dak threw the ball today, and let me see if I can get you the exact quotes coming out of it. Usually I do this. Yes, yes, yes. He said he felt great throwing to receivers for the first time since the thumb fracture. And here's a quote from Dennis Houston. The same velocity, the same accuracy. Michael Gallup, it was good to see him out there doing it. He'll be back out there soon. Will Dak be out there this Sunday night? I believe the answer is no. That seems to be everything that is coming out of the star. And I don't want to say that I would push him out there because I want Dak to be 100% before he takes the field because something bad happening would be the worst-case scenario because what really matters is are you healthy when you get to the postseason if you get to the postseason. That's the most important thing, right? But from Football Outsiders, Aaron Schatz, Cowboys versus Eagles this Sunday. Here's what it means. If Dallas wins, and these are just computers running the odds and whatnot with your future schedule and how good they think your teams are, if Dallas wins against the Eagles, they will. the Eagles will still have a 52% chance to win the East. Dallas will have a 45% chance. So if you beat the Eagles Sunday night, it's fairly close to a pick as to who wins the division. You're right there with them. If Philadelphia wins on Sunday night and you go to be two games back of them and they've got one already over you in your head-to-head, Philadelphia has an 87% chance to win the division, Dallas 10. So it goes from 52-45 to 87-10. That is a big old swing. Would that affect your thinking? If you think Dak is good enough to go, if you think there's not much risk in having Dak go, does that make you have a sense of urgency about winning this game? Because you do need to have a sense of urgency about winning this game. It's just a matter of how you measure that versus making sure that you are 100% right with your quarterback when he gets back. I think it just makes a lot of sense that because you've got a good vibe and a winning vibe, you don't rush Dak in any way, shape, or form. You make sure he's 100% before you put him back out there. And you let Cooper Rush see if he can go win this one. And if he can, we throw a damn party. And you might have bought yourself even more time if Dak's still not 100%. 
Uh, I will enjoy in the comments everybody who says that uh, Cooper Rush is the answer and Dak isn't very good. Um, I will really look forward to all of those. That'll be great. Uh, but this is an incredibly important game, and I'll preview it more probably over the next two days in terms of matchups to watch and uh, all those different things, how the Eagles are winning, where the Cowboys are going to have to beat them. All those different things will be upcoming in videos fairly soon. Before we get to there, I want to talk about the Cowboys' defense for a second because I really love some of the things that Pro Football Focus does. Obviously, I don't like their grades because I don't think they know what they're doing, and it's not their fault. If you don't know what a team is running, if you don't know, like it's just grading players is near impossible unless you have a relationship with the coaches of the team you're grading, and you can ask them to clarify things on pretty much every play. So that stuff's pointless. But the stats, I do like. And they've come up with a new way to measure offense, offenses and defenses that I think is really cool. It's basically when you achieve a new set of downs, hello, it's first and 10, how often are you going to get to another new set of downs? So on any given first down, how often will you go achieve another first down in your next four plays? Uh, and for the Cowboys' defense, they are tied for second in that metric when it comes to measuring defense in terms of how often they let teams go get a first down. So despite the fact that they're not a total turnover-causing machine this year like they were a year ago, although last week was a pretty good start to that, they're still, just on a down-in, down-out basis, absolutely terrorizing people, and it's badass. The other really cool thing that I saw from Pro Football Focus is they measured what is your team's pressure percentage versus how often do you blitz? The Cowboys rank well into the bottom half of the league in blitzing. They don't blitz much. The Cowboys are number one when it comes to pressure percentage, and it's by a pretty good margin. So the amount of appreciation that is due to Dorrance Armstrong, why do I always say Dorrance first? I guess because he's just been ignored long enough and he deserves to be mentioned in the conversation, but let me start over. Man, the amount of credit that is due to Micah Parsons, Tank Lawrence, Dorrance Armstrong, Dante Fowler, Oso Digizua. They're able to do this with four guys. And if you're able to do this with four guys, I think Cowboy fans probably know this because last year in the second half of the year, you saw other teams being able to do it to the Cowboys where they could pressure with four people, play seven in coverage, and life got much harder for the Cowboys offense. Well, now it's the Cowboys who can do that better than anyone in football about a quarter way into the season. The Cowboys getting pressure on people without having to send extra people the best in football. A bunch of badasses. Salute to Dan Quinn. You're a monster, sir. The other thing is the flip side of that coin and why, despite some of the comments that I'll get on this video and all other videos, the ceiling for what this team can be when they get Dak back is... Woo. <laughs> woo. Oh, I forgot to play this at the beginning, by the way. What's up? Uh, yeah, so... Currently, in that same way to measure offenses and defenses, when the Cowboys have the ball and it's first down, how often do they convert and get themselves a new set of downs? They're the second best at stopping other people from getting first downs. They're the second worst at getting it themselves. <laughs> so you're doing a lot with a kicker who's not missing, a punter who's had a couple iffy ones, but your punt coverage has been great. Your special teams have been so good. Your pass rush has been so good. Your coverage has been good. Your safeties are playing great. 
for all they're getting from the defense and for all the fact that they are uh, four and one, and you got to be grateful, thankful, and excited about that. They are getting about that from their offense. And I got, if you're listening in audio form, I have my thumb and my forefinger not very far apart. You ain't getting much from the offense. You're getting the occasional big play, Tony Pollard. Um, you're getting an occasional big pass play or a big conversion, but you're an offense that is struggling badly on third downs. You're struggling to put up points. You're struggling to get set new sets of downs. Once you can pair that defense with an offense that can give you even more, ooh boy, be excited. Be excited. What were the other things I wanted to get to today? Was there anything else I wanted to get to today? Well, no, that's about Devontae Adams. Oh, Jason Peters. Shout out to Jason Peters who just put out... He just did a master class on how to make all people happy. Jason Peters played for the Eagles forever. And by the way, he'll be good to go this week. At least that's what he says. He said, uh, he uh, practiced today and he said, I'm good. I practiced today. I feel good. I'm ready to roll. So you should get some Jason Peters back at left guard, however much that is with Connor McGovern. Uh, But he was asked about the... Philly fans, and I guess being in Dallas now. And this this is a master class on how to please everyone. Quote, I just know the Philly fans are effing idiots. And he said the F word. When it comes to camaraderie, the Cowboys, any team really, they know that. They pride themselves on being nasty, vulgar. They're going to cuss at you. Philly fans are the wildest fans out there to me. So he threw in there, Effing idiots. That'll make Cowboy fans happy. Damn right the Eagle fans are effing idiots. They are vulgar. They are loud. They are nasty. And it's why we think that they're terrible people. The worst. Not really terrible. Well, some of them are probably terrible people. Because if, you know, if you get in a drunken rage that leads you to violence over a sport, you know, yeah, that's a problem. But effing idiots. And then he also adds in, like, that... that they're the wildest fans and that they know it. And because Philly fans do take pride in it, Cowboy fans think they're stupid for it. He's made both fan bases happy. What a badass Jason Peters is. And I hope he gets a good number of snaps at left guard and that the Cowboys beat the crap out of the Eagles. But we'll actually look at the matchup coming up in the next couple of days. Uh, thank you for being here with us. This is brought to you by Bet Online. And if you do want to hear way too much of me, which we do talk Cowboys, but we also uh, talk about literally whatever we want. So on 97 won the freak from 7 to 11 a.m. with Kevin Turner and Julie Dobbs. If you tune in at 7:30, there's a pretty good chance I'm talking Cowboys. Maybe at 8:30 as well. But if you tune in at a random time, there's a pretty good chance we're doing something stupid and having a great time. So the iHeartRadio app can get you there as well. And our podcasts are at Speakeasy971 on Twitter and on the iHeartRadio app, I believe. So that's that. All right. Remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through. So be cool to everyone. I love you. Be easy.